Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Shaquille O'Neal is returning to the city where he helped the Lakers win three straight championships. This time, Shaq, who moonlights as DJ Diesel, will host his carnival-themed Shaq's Funhouse. His upcoming event, which features performances by Lil Wayne, Shaq said he wants to bring Funhouse back with a splash, where several attractions will be built, including a human claw machine, Ferris wheel, and 80-foot slide. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Welcome to the RP Show, everybody. What a day. We're coming in hot on this Thursday, February the 10th. It's daytime sports talk coming your way from Super Bowl 56 here in Los Angeles. And we continue to broadcast live from the Weston LAX International Airport. It's another one of those days where why would I even go to bed thinking about what we're going to talk about on the show the next day? Because so much has gone down. I've had to update my show topics, Darren Moose DuPont, and we can bring in the co-host an owner of the show here. I've had to update this many, many times today, this morning already with what's going on. And I don't have the bell here because Darren said, put the breaking news bell away. It'll echo all through the spacious lobby here. But there is breaking news today. You want to hit the horn or something, guys? I don't know. Something big. Yeah, something. Breaking news today. The Edmonton Oilers have fired head coach Dave Tippett. And I said, you know, Moose, we could do two hours of this talk on Tippett being fired. He's like, why don't we? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I guess we could, uh, but we are at Super Bowl and coming up on the program today, just so you know, I didn't even write it down. We got Cameron Judge of the Calgary Stampeders here right at the Westin. We've got Dan Moriarty, the star of NHL Cool Shots. I think uh, Barry Long from Go Long from Coachella Valley Live. That's all coming up, but we're going to get into this Oilers thing right now. <sighs> You see, I'm all out of sorts here. I know. And I feel like I've been up since early enough, 5 a.m. out here, but I'm not ready to go. Like, I'm ready, but I'm not ready. I know the feeling. Yeah. Because you wake up and you're like, okay, uh, what were all the Super Bowl hijinks we got up to yesterday and what's going on in the game? And then you're like, you check your notifications and it's like zing, zing, zing. Oh, my gosh. Now I got to dig into this. Completely change your train of thought. I just want to tell the boys at home before we get into the orders talk. My screen, I can only see me. I can't see Darren. So if you guys can have a look at that, I think I know. Well, I don't know how to change it. So if you guys can do that back in the millennium, that's an us. It's issue. on us. We'll issue? fix it in the commercial break. Okay, cool. Okay, I can see you here. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. From the Canadian Press Newswire, the Edmonton Oilers have fired head coach Dave Tippett after beginning the season sixteen and five. The Oilers went 7-13-3 and, and dropped down the standings to fifth in the NHL's Pacific Division. They've lost two games in a row, including a 4-1 loss Wednesday to the Chicago Blackhawks. The 60-year-old Tippett was hired as Edmonton's head coach in May of 2019. So last night at Rogers Place, Alex DeBrinkett had a goal and two assists as Chicago scored on its first two shots of the game, and they beat the Oilers 4-1. 
Leon Dreisaitl scored for Edmonton, who have lost two in a row, as mentioned, and have just three wins in their last 11. Mike Smith had 26 saves. Normally, every day on the RP Show, we do the NHL one-timers from last night, but I'm stopping. We're only going to talk about that game for now. And Terry Jones, the ageless and peerless Terry Jones, who's in every Hall of Fame imaginable for media, saying this morning, so let me get this straight, Ken Holland's never fired a coach midseason ever. And he's firing Dave Tippett now because Ken couldn't get him a goalie? Listen, Dave Tippett's from the Saskatchewan Hockey Tippett family. So I've got my feelers out this morning, and I said, I'm waiting for the inside story, guys, because I know there is one. This makes absolutely no sense, other than to say you can't fire 20 players, you can fire one coach, but it still doesn't make any sense. Jay Woodward's taking over. The, the coach of the American Hockey League team, the Orders Minor League team, he's taking over. When you got Glenn Gullitson sitting right there, he was the natural choice to me. And that's our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Did you tweet it? It's tweeted. Who should coach the Edmonton Orders? And we just threw out three big names. Joel Quenville, Mike Babcock, John Tortorella, or other. Fire away. Have at it, Haas. Ken Holland just said they weren't going to fire anybody. What was that, a month ago? Less. Less than a month ago. We're not going to fire anybody. Then they bring in Evander Kane. That worked out for a while. They just are shooting up flares. <laughs> and then they're, they're fizzing out yeah. and going down. And so I guess Darren Dreger broke the story this morning, this first that I saw, that Dreg's saying that Tippett's out at Edmonton. I said, it's official. No one. Nobody can make the Edmonton Oilers win. That's all I have to say about that. You know, <laughs> you look at what, how they played at the beginning of the year, and you thought, this is almost the perfect group. Added some pieces yeah, to the back end. Oh, they never had a goalie. No, but they were winning, and they were getting some goaltending. Mike Smith was okay at the beginning. Then he went down and, and got hurt. Now he's back, right? Um, they're still not winning. I mean, sometimes when you get into the funk, it's so hard to get out of it. And Paul Maurice said it from Winnipeg, you push those buttons and sometimes you don't get the same result anymore. So maybe he got it at the beginning and he's not getting it now. But it's also a little bit of a desperation move with Ken Holland signaling that, okay, what we saw at the beginning of the year, this is a playoff team. This, is, this should be a cup contending team. So we need to make a move to try and squeeze as much juice out of this in the short term as possible. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this group can, can turn it around in time to make the playoffs. Let's bring in the comments from the viewers. Let's all sit around and have coffee today and talk about this. The Oilers fired Dave Tippett this morning. Shoot, we haven't even got around to Dominic Descharmes in Montreal yet. I know. Because we got thoughts on that. But we're a Western Canadian heavy base show. That's what our analytics and numbers show. We're very big in Edmonton and obviously Alberta, where they're watching on Game Plus television across the Telesoptic TV cable carrier um you know this just popped up i'm gonna vote for babcock in the poll that i came up i i think it should be glenn gullitson but they never have they don't ever consult me darren i don't understand why <laughs> um i think the other is gonna win based on that i i do i think the, the other field will, yeah i think the field will win although i think if you're going we know from what we understand babcock's not leaving the u of s although their season mm -hmm. will be done in March. Um, so I don't think he's going to go this year. If they, if they decide to hire somebody this year, 
If you need somebody now, I would go with Tortorella mm-hmm. in the short term. Flames fans, you're not allowed to answer this. How about you that? Go do something else for a while. <laughs> I see the, <laughs> the Flames fans are writing in with who they stop. You don't get an opinion. You're fine. You're good. So, and because Dave Tippett's a close friend, uh, good friend, anyways. I mean, I'm taking a little bit of. Uh, well, John in Edmonton says, "Is it hate on? Is it hate on Oilers day to day?" John, you take that stuff out of here. We're not the problem. Your hockey team's the problem. Okay, so don't come at us. It's not going to matter who the coach is of the Edmonton Oilers. I can't. <clears throat> I bang on them, but I got blue and orange coursing through my veins. I just do, right? You yeah. don't ever really forget that. So it just disappoints me that there's such a grease fire. He said we could spend all day on it, and I feel like we should. We can. <laughs> but yeah, oh, man. So the options, Babcock, Quenville, Tortorella. And, of course, Moose is like, really, Quenville? I said, why not? It'll get him talking. That's right. But it should be, it, 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 it probably should be far. Jay Woodward, we didn't even know who that was. He's the next, he's the next guy they're slipping a noose onto his neck. Oh, Woodcroft, whatever. Oh, I've read too much today because Jonathan Woodward, um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive lineman from last year, is signed in the NFL. How you know about I mean? When you get up too early, sometimes I say to Moose, I got up too early. I forgot what the topics were I even were getting right about. I know. I should come up with them just before we go to air. Right. Anyways, we welcome in the comments from the Order fans today. And uh, this weekend, we're heading back to Alberta, and there'll be a heck of a lot more hockey talk. So that's right out of the gate. That's the thing. I guess I'm, my statement is just simply no one can make the Orders win. Do you want to put that on my tombstone as well? <laughs> the one that's going to my tombstone is going to be as high as the Eiffel Tower with all the quotes that I want on there. But the latest is no one can make the Edmonton Orders win. And it's too bad. I'm not making fun of them. It's fact. Now, moving on, I got written down. Well, again, Canada played hockey at the Olympics this morning. Did you know that? Yeah. Uh, ben Street had a goal and a helper as Canada's Olympic men's hockey team stormed out of the gate before cruising to a 5-1 victory over Germany at the Beijing Games. Enough about that. Back to the NHL. Michael Backlund had a goal and three assists, and Jacob Markstrom stopped 28 shots for his league-leading eighth shutout. For Calgary, as they blank Vegas 6 nothing. So there's the hockey taken care of. To Super Bowl. Here's the official stuff, and then we'll get into the fun stuff here on the warm-up and our coverage of Super Bowl. Our coverage from Los Angeles is brought to you by PCL Construction Limited. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor says he's optimistic about the progress of C.J. Uzama and uh, what he's doing with his injured knee. Even as Cincinnati kept the starting tight end out of practice yesterday, Taylor said Uzama likely will work at practice tomorrow with the Bengals, taking advantage of having three days of work left to see where the veteran is before the Super Bowl against the Rams. Again, this is the tight end for the Bengals that neither Jeff Reinbold nor I could remember his name. It's the big 83, isn't he? Uzama. We don't even know these guys are. Uzama played only nine snaps in the AFC Championship game before hurting his knee. Meanwhile, 
At his annual Super Bowl news conference, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell was grilled on two hot topics that have put the league under heavy scrutiny, racism and discrimination in hiring. A week after Dolphins head coach Brian Flores, a black man, filed a lawsuit alleging both racism in the league and being offered by money by team owner Stephen Ross to tank games. The commissioner vowed action on several fronts, saying we won't tolerate racism, we won't tolerate discrimination. All I would say to that, Commissioner Roger Goodell, is uh, money talks, BS walks. Let's, let's, let's see some proof. Say all you want. The game, that, that Dolphins game that, you know, I went to with Marino. Yeah, I remember. Goodell was there, and he brushed past me. And I couldn't get my phone out of my pocket quick enough to get a good picture of Goodell. But Gil Scott, agent to the stars, he's like, I gotcha. He took the picture and texted it to me. So that's good. Yeah. So watch your toes. We're going to drop some names here as we talk about Super Bowl uh, in the warm-up. You got the photo there, Clark. You want to throw it up? This was our day yesterday. I don't even know where to start. Again, I can't see it. What are they showing there, Darren? Yeah, they got you and Irv. Yeah. You and the playmaker. So how was it? As a gentleman said to me on Twitter when I posted that photo, every Cowboy fan's dream, I lived it yesterday, meeting the playmaker. And you were there. Yeah. How, how nice a guy could he have been? Well, I mean, he's the best. Right? He is. He's the best. The smile is genuine, right? He's got yeah. all the time in the world for you. And, you know, wants to know who you are and what you're doing and what you're all about. And genuine, like, he's that kind of a guy. I got to tell you something about the National Football League. And I've realized this. We've been working with them for a couple of years now in various capacities. Everybody is in a good mood in the NFL. I mean, everybody. I think everybody's grateful just to be working in the NFL. You know what I mean? And they feel that it's some sort of a badge that they carry or an honor to represent the National Football League positively in a positive light. Irv is an example of that. And all the guys, who did we see yesterday? Debo Samuel? Debo Samuel, Mike Tannenbaum. Um, we saw Pat Bart McAfee. Scott. We yeah, saw Bart Pat McAfee. Um, Solomon Wilcots. Yeah. We saw that. Um, just, oh, and Bob Marjanovic. The most. And we saw, you know, the only other Canadians that were there, and yeah. we saw a few other people. It was great. So it's just, it's somewhat new to me, and these Bengals people are swaying me. You notice what I'm wearing today. I bought this Super Bowl shirt yesterday. got the Bengals thing on it. They gave me the pass. They've given me all these bumper stickers to take home and distribute to everybody. It's just, they're all, come on in, come on in, putting their arm around yeah. you. It's nice. Feels good to be uh, in the NFL. <laughs> you know? And welcome. And you and said welcome. it yesterday. You said we're entry-level NFL media. Almost as if this, like, that was some sort of an insult. I thought about it overnight. I got up this morning and I'm like, Moose, Moose, I'll take it. Because we got to the top of the CFL media food chain. What's the next natural progression? Going to the National Football League. I'm more than happy to be entry-level NFL media with the way that they're treating us. We're clearly treating it with the reverence with which it deserves. I, and I'm here for it. I amended it this morning to say we're rookies. You know, we're rookies and this is rookie camp. And, you know, you're looking around. You're not kind of going too crazy. You're looking at, and just kind of earning your place, right? And next year we'll be uh, sophomores and we'll be able to have a little more leeway, right? And then by year three, we'll be veterans. We're going to the Super Bowl every year, and he's already planning his own party in Arizona next year, just to let that out of the bag. 
No, we, I don't, I don't want to take a break, <laughs> but we will take a break. Coming up on the program today, Cameron Judge, Calgary Stampeders linebacker, will join us right here at the Westman LAX. Also, Dan Moriarty from NHL Cool Shots, Barry Long from Go Long. I got to tell you a couple things, though. There's nothing like the NFL playoffs. Move over, Bills Mafia. It's time for Balls Mafia with our sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. They are here to remind you that the recipe for success in the playoffs is to protect your franchise quarter balls. The road to the Super Bowl is never easy, but the road to your Super Bowls is just a few clicks away. Take the Lambeau Leap and join the over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code RP20 for 20% off plus free shipping. Manscaped's where it's at. It came up in my Facebook memories today. They've been with us for one year as of today. Manscaped have been with us. So we appreciate that. It's don't screw around with clanky razors uh, and clippers. This is battery operated, specifically designed for this use. We'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show from the Westin LAX Los Angeles Airport Hotel. It's brought to you by PCL Pro Construction Limited. And you're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. We're live from Los Angeles, and our coverage from Super Week is brought to you by PCL, the flexibility to mobilize the right people to deliver unique construction solutions and unwavering focus on delivering value to your business bottom line and the capability to leverage innovation to meet emerging challenges and keep you at the fore. This is PCL, powered by our culture of ownership. Uh, so it's a common la thing we've learned and i'm i'm very quickly learning to adapt my whole life that's been the benchmark of my life moose um cameron judge los angeles kid ucla product calgary stampeders linebacker has got a word to producer clark that he is stuck in traffic <laughs> okay so he's on his way but you just can never really expect anybody to be on time in this town and that's fine traffic is insane mo egger from ESPN Cincinnati saying he'll never complain about Cincinnati traffic again after driving one day in this. One day in, I'm over it. And oh, this guy, Lottie Da, yesterday, he's like, well, I don't mind it. I'm like, you haven't driven in it. He sits in the back, Johnny Toronto with his shades <laughs> on, on his phone. Of course, you like it. You're being driven around here like the King of Sheba. <laughs> and I roll my window down just to look out the window. Your like dog out the window. Um, I'm driving. You know, it's crazy. Not- it's not bad. The thing that, you know, you start appreciating from back home and even in different places across Canada and smaller markets in the U.S. is the predictability of your drive. You know, I got 15 minutes to get where I need to go. Doesn't matter if there's traffic. It maybe makes it to 17 minutes. Well, a 20-minute drive can become 45 minutes in a hurry out here, I've learned. At some point, we'll get around to the Super Bowl talk. Other than to say, I don't know if you saw, the L.A. Rams moved their practice from mm-hmm. where it was initially supposed to be. They moved it to Rose Bowl because it's too windy here today. There's a wind warning today. <laughs> was uh, McVeigh said there was an extra eight miles an hour of wind, which to us in the wind capital is like nothing. But he's like, look, it'd be different if those were the conditions for the game. But those won't be the conditions 
inside SoFi. So why would we practice in them when you can't throw and do what we need to do? So they moved it into the Rose Bowl, and it's fine. This is like one of the hottest weeks they've had out here in a while. Yeah, it's in the mid to high 80s. Pray for us. Uh, to the text line, the 902-518-3033 text line, Don Beckler, Bengals fan, writes, and he says, looking great today, Rod. Who day? Nobody's going to supplant the Dallas Cowboys as my favorite team, but maybe the Bengals will be my AFC team, right? Yeah. Um, love the shirt. Love the gear. They've adorned me with all this stuff. The Bengals people, I, <laughs> they're like, come on in. From the jug, he writes and he says, hey, Roddy, it's the jug. Five of seven Canadian teams have fired their coach in the last 12 months. DJ Smith and Sheldon Keith now grizzled veterans behind the bench. <laughs> yep. Uh, Shane McGowan watching on Game Plus Television in Winnipeg says, uh, great show. Enjoy my hometown, boys. You remember Shane? Yeah. The, uh, he's a mental strength coach, but he's also built like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. So we're I, in, in some way all over the place here. My cousin Christine is watching in Medicine Hat, and she says, firing the coach I don't think was the answer. I'm all almost wondering if Ken Holland has forgotten how to do his job. What's happened to Ken Holland? He knows better than this. This is my point. When I said a text message to my various spies in the Tippett family, all of whom are named Tippett, I'm like, guys, I need the inside story here. There clearly was some sort of power struggle going on in Edmonton. There's more than meets the eye here. Oh, and by the way, I see a back and forth on Twitter between Dustin Nielsen of TSN and Jason Strudwick, Struds. Dustin saying that it's Tippett's fault making Mike Smith start back-to-back nights. He played Tuesday, he played Wednesday, and he allowed the first two goals on the first two shots last night against Chicago. That's Tippett's fault. And Strudwick writing in going, really, which check did Dave miss? Snipping at each other up there in Edmonton. Um, So... I know. Shockey Hockey and I were discussing this last week in Calgary, or two weeks ago. Perry asked Hockey. He goes, you can't play back-to-back games. Glenn Hall played 502 consecutive games (laughs) with the Chicago Blackhawks. And by the way, on a diet of beer and steak, these guys with all their recovery things and all the, you can't play back-to-back home games? Stop it! At home? Mike Smith is awful. Been telling you since day one. He didn't used to be, but he is now. Put that on Tippett. Give me a break. Shockey <laughs> was talking about Glenn Hall, and I was there, you know. He played over 500 consecutive games. Odds are there was a few back-to-backs, he said. <laughs> You're laughing about that now. Yeah, like, for sure. It is a different breed, absolutely, of player and goaltender. And you, and if you have a backup, the backups are better now than they've ever been. So if you can have a backup at 100% rather than a starter at 90%, you go that way. But still, the top goaltenders and your number one should be able to play the odd back-to-back game. It's a joke. Come on. That's Dave Tippett's fault. Mike Smith can't play back-to-back home games on consecutive nights. Give me a break. Habs for life. He's watching on YouTube in Vancouver, and he says Dave Ticket, uh, Dave Tippett is a great coach. He won't be out of work long. 
I don't know if Dave Tippett will ever coach again. He wasn't going to coach again. He took this Edmonton opportunity. We just discussed it the other day because it was Edmonton, Canadian market, coveted job, and the chance to coach Connor McDavid. This was special. As one of these notes said, the Oilers have never missed the playoffs under Dave Tippett. Like he didn't, he does not deserve to be fired. But I do have a lot of respect for Ken Holland. Let's not forget who broke the story about him becoming the GM. This guy, there's more to this story is what I'm getting at. And I, I don't know what it is. I'll find out from the Tippett clan, but there's got to be more to this story. Panic, a little bit of panic. I really think there's a lot of panic here. Oh, you yeah. know, you're hitting, the, you're hitting the chute and the plane isn't close to the ground yet, right? But it's going down and it's panic. And this team is a, is a good hockey team. We saw that. They've gone through stretches, you know, um, and it's trying to salvage, get this team into the playoffs and win a Stanley Cup. But you know what? <sighs> you have to find out if it's the coach's message that wasn't getting through or was it a lack of goaltending, a deficiency on the roster or something else. Maybe this group just caught fire and put everything together and it was really unpredictable for them to go on the run they did at the beginning of the year. I don't think so. I think they're a good team, but... I just, I don't know. I don't think Dave Tippett's the issue, but we're going to find out if they don't turn this around right away. And you know what? Just because they'll come out of this and put three or four wins together doesn't mean they're out of it. Every team does that when, there's a, when the coach gets fired. Every team does that. Uh, let's welcome in the fans, the viewers. Jennifer from the Four Seasons. Big orders fan. She says, I don't agree with starting Smith against Vegas. I would have started him against Chicago, though. That's cool. That's armchair coaching. It's good. You just signed him to a two-year deal. He's your guy. Okay? The rubber meets the road. He should be able to play. Talk to Kelly Rudy about this. I talked to the guys at, in Florida about this, the hockey guys down there. It's, they're like, yeah, when, when did it become a thing that you can't play back? Everly and I talked about it. Right. I said, you played back-to-back nights, Edge. You played last night in Tampa and tonight in Florida. Why can't the goalie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Right. It, it just became a thing. That's what you do. You don't swing on a 3-0 pitch. And if you do, my oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. Fernando Tatis. Look out. You're disrespecting the game. Somehow, not starting a goalie on back-to-back nights, back consecutive two nights is a thing you don't do really because you're playing your ass off here dave tippett as it turned out was coaching for his job yeah mike smith let him down and they're blaming dave tippett and i'm not going to go dustin nielsen can say what he wants in edmonton he's clearly never been a dave tippett fan he's been on his ass pretty much since day one are you going to tie this on him even strudwick doesn't believe that uh max hardwick watching on youtube tippett is a great coach there must be a serious meltdown going on behind the scenes in the organization there in Edmonton. That's what I'm saying. There's more to this than meets the eye. I don't think Holland wanted to fire Dave. No, I don't think They're so. They're good either. friends. John Ohm, Ohm, watching in Winnipeg. He says, get <laughs> John Robert Tortorella up to Edmonton. He'll raise a few eyebrows. Love to see him coach the number one player in the world. I don't think Tortorella is the answer anywhere. John goes on to say on L.A. traffic, he says, sit two hours in your car on the I-10 and not move in California. Been there, 
done that. I'm uh, not interested. This guy seems to like it. Uh, from James in Manitoba. Rod is the answer in Winnipeg. The team needs a new voice. What are you talking about, James? I'm not sure. I don't. I you lost me there. Me too. Uh, Pink's watching Todd Pinkney, one of our P1s. Remember when the Oilers offered more money for Jacob Markstrom, but he said no, and is sleeping nice with his eight shutouts in Cowtown. Was that a thing? Did the Oilers specifically offer more for Jacob Markstrom? I'm not saying that's not right, but I don't really remember that. That's how it went down. Somebody tell me. Yeah. I follow the orders fairly closely. I don't remember that being a thing. Jim Wagner watching in Balgoni says, nice rant, Roddy. Watch out for flying pens. Yikes. Fired up. Love it. I'm just saying enough's enough. Let's cut through the BS. When you're coaching and playing for your life, you should be able to start a goalie in back-to-back nights. And, like, you need to stop and think about this. Even the NHL people are going, yeah, wait a minute. When did this become a thing? I, I, I don't want to be that guy, that old stuck in the past, past his prime guy, because we all know those guys. I don't want to be that guy. I'm not saying today's hockey is Glenn Hall. But not only did the guy play 502 consecutive games, he did it without a mask. I know. Wouldn't even hurt. I know. Mike yeah. Smith can't play back-to-back games. Come on, this is Tippett's fault. Stop the world, I want to get off. They would even ask Glenn if he wants to play again the next day. <laughs> it was just expected. It was just assumed, yeah. Maybe Glenn Hall should start for the Edmonton Oilers. What is he, 88? He might be okay. <laughs> Hold my beer, said Glenn Hall. Yeah. John in Edmonton writing in. He says, uh, on the 902 line, he says, Edmonton has at least one winning hockey team, the Oil Kings, and they have a goalie that's pretty good. Yeah, Sebastian Kosa, first-round pick of the Detroit Red Wings. I still feel like we're sitting here trying to get to the bottom of this, and we haven't really gotten anywhere. I think also on this, Ken Holland is, is seeing everything become really fragile. Imagine this world and the Edmonton Oilers organization if they don't make the playoff. You've got your key core. That's not changing, right, in terms of the players. But you're going to blow up the whole organization, no, or you're going to think about it. Or at least you're going to have a summit, and it's going to be a major catastrophe if this team doesn't. They're talking about Stanley Cups, right? That they're right on the verge of being a team that can maybe contend annually or perennially for a Stanley Cup. And if they miss the playoffs, it could be, it'll be a disaster. Um, I, as an Oiler fan, they're clearly worried and scared. They should be. Because here's why. Not even a month ago, Ken Holland, we're not firing anybody or making short-term knee-jerk moves. Less than a month later, Dave Tippett fired. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> You're not inspiring any confidence with your club or your fan base or anybody. It, it, again, it shows how hot the heat's getting there. We're going to take a timeout, our coverage from Los Angeles. I swear we will talk 
Super Bowl at some point. Can you put up the photo of me and Michael Irvin again, please? Because I don't know if we're ever going to be able to do that again. So do you have it there? That's me and Irv. Let's talk about what he and I talked about yesterday. Me and Irv, my new best friend, the playmaker. And we're into uh, Taco Time viewer takeover, too. They're not tater tots. They're Mexi fries. And as you can see, I love them. We'll be right back to the Westin LAX Los Angeles International Airport Hotel after this timeout. Cam Judge on the way here at the hotel and uh, NHL Cool Shots Dan Moriarty and Barry Long from Go Long from Coachella Valley Live. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Welcome back live, everybody, to the Westin LAX Los Angeles Airport Hotel. Super Bowl coverage brought to you by PCL Construction Limited. So we spent 40 solid minutes on the Edmonton Oilers firing Dave Dippett. Jay Woodcroft is their new head coach. We swing it in an entirely new direction here. And we've got Cam Judge, the newest star member of the Calgary Stampeders, formerly the Argos, Saskatchewan Rough Riders and UCLA Bruins. Here come the Judge. How you doing, Cam? Hey, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm so happy you came down here. How was the drive? Uh, you know, it's typical LA fashion, you know, a little, little bit of traffic. <laughs> you, well, you should be used to that. You were born and raised here, right? Uh, I moved back here when I was about 11 years old. I lived in BC for six, seven years. Hence the non-import status. Yeah, there you go. So listen, this deal with Calgary, you got to tell me how it came about and how excited you are. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I cannot wait to get out there. I mean, it's a place I've held in high respect since I entered the league. I mean, I mean, they've earned that right at this point, but, uh, I mean, it kind of, it, it kind of happened out of nowhere. You know, I was kind of ready to kind of slow play the process. Like I, I was kind of undecided still what I wanted to do, you know, it was kind of all over the place. And then I got on the call with uh coach Dickey and it seemed like everything cleared up like right away. And I mean, it, it just made too much sense for me to sign there. So, you know, I, I Really enjoyed my conversation with them, and pretty much after that, it was a done deal. Were there any other teams in the mix, or was it going to be Calgary right from the jump? Uh, I mean, I've been talking to Toronto again a little bit, and then I heard from Coach Jones as well. But, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, Calgary, they kind of came out of nowhere, like I said. Like, I, I was kind of just planning on waiting to make a decision. But, yeah, like I said, it was I couldn't pass, up, pass it up. Right. Now, listen, you just settled. You just... You look nervous. Don't. Let's have. We're just chatting. You and me. We've been friends a long time. Your gal has to be involved here. This is a direct flight, Calgary to L.A. Be honest, right? You're or Vegas. Is she in Vegas or Calgary? She's in Vegas. She's yeah. in so, whatever. Direct flight. This this had something to do with that, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely some easy travel. Finally, uh, before she actually had to stop there before coming to Regina and then Toronto. You know, it's a pretty long flight time, so. She's definitely excited for it. She, we went to Calgary one time for vacation, too. And she loves it out there. So Wonderful town. And uh, listen, I don't want to sit here and spend the whole interview talking about her, but she is Las Vegas PD. Like, you guys as a couple are somewhat of an inspiration to me. You seem so happy. And let's break it down. How does she feel about this deal? 
Oh, I mean, she's she's really excited for me. She can't wait. I mean, she definitely like travel in the city. She you know she gets some benefits of it too. So it, it just it was just a perfect fit, you know, for where my life is right now and things I'm trying to do going forward. So yeah, I'm just really excited as, as she is. Good for that. I'm genuinely happy for you, as you can tell. Now, what's the last few years been like for you? You got through COVID. That couldn't have been easy. And then the one season with Toronto seemed like a hell of a lot of fun, man. You guys had a good team over there. Oh, yeah, definitely. There was so much talent on that team. I mean, every every day going out to practice, you know, it was a competition. And, you know, you're getting better with the guys around you. So, you know, it was a good experience coming back after COVID to be able to play again. I mean, it was unfortunate getting injured, missing some time. But, uh, you know, it was good getting to know a new group of guys in the league. And, yeah, it was a good, a good time. How much did the defense change when Jones showed up uh, from what it was? Yeah, uh, you know, he didn't completely come and overhaul it. You know, he kept some things the same as, uh, you know, the previous coordinators. But uh, there was some, some of the similar stuff we did in Sask as well. So I was a little familiar with it. So it, it wasn't too crazy to keep up with. Mm-hmm. What's it going to be like in... Calgary like when you're signing as a free agent or, or or looking at other teams do you look at schemes do you look at personnel what does it obviously goes into your decision how much goes into your decision uh, I mean it played it played a pretty big part I mean I, I definitely like what I see when I watch Calgary's defense play and talking to Dickie what kind of what their mindset is and their scheme and what their goals are as a defense it kind of fit in with what I like to do and what I think I'm pretty good at so I, I think it's a good match and yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that. well it seems like there was a huge outpouring from Stampeders fans and media too, which they don't normally get into this kind of thing, but they were all so excited to have you sign. The welcome to Calgary must feel good. Oh, yeah, it felt great. Yeah, I mean, I, it feels like home already and I haven't even been there. So, yeah I, yeah, I can't say it enough how excited I am to get there. And, yeah, I feel really welcomed by the city and theme. And, yeah. It was a shortened season last year, 14 games, but you went through the training camp. You were in Guelph, right? And yeah. then and then the shortened season. Is there a big difference between the East Division and West Division and the CFL, or is it all just football? Uh, I think there's a difference, yeah, especially me being a West Coast guy. I mean, I can start off with saying the time difference is a little, a little different. I remember when you signed, you said you'd never lived out in the Eastern it, time zone, right? It, exactly. So how, how long did it take for that? I don't know if I ever fully got used to watching football games past midnight. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, so things like that. And then you have uh, all on the same sideline, you know, like little things like that. But I think they can add up to you get a little different feel when you're on the east compared to the west. Yeah. So you're off season now training. So you and Alex Singleton, how long have you guys been friends? Uh, we've been friends probably since... Since 2017, 18, 2018, I think it was. Yeah, because, yeah, we played against each other in high school, but we never really knew each other. And then uh, we re reconnected. Reconnected, that's yeah. the word, uh, at the gym that we work out at now when uh, I was in Sask and he was in Calgary. So ever since then. So he's a Thousand Oaks guy. Yeah. You too? Or where uh, are you at? I, I live there right now. Yeah. That's where I stay at right now. So. Yeah. So he's, what did, did he chime in on you signing with Calgary, by the way? Did he have some influence on that? Uh, that wouldn't be tampering. <laughs> yeah. I, I think we can get away with that. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't any. I mean, I just told him, I was like, oh, I'm uh, talking to Dickie after this. And, you know, he's just like, oh, yeah, like, he do that. Like, you'll like what he has to say, you know. So he didn't really even have to do too much. And then the next day, you know, he's, he's like, I, I think it was the next day, maybe two days later, he's like, I walk in, he's like, oh, what's up, Stampeder? And. I was like, how do you know? But then I told him, I was like, yeah. And he's like, he was kind of, you know, he didn't know, but he was just like, 
that's what happens when you talk to them. Like, it's hard to say no, you know? No kidding. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Super Bowl 56 with Cam Judge and get his take on the Bengals and Rams, a little more about his story, and then we'll let you get, get going. And coming up in hour two, Dan Moriarty, NHL Cool Shots. He's here already. The day is coming together so well. Yes. We're at the Westin LAX, and our coverage brought to you by Pro Construction Limited. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Super Bowl 56 here in sunny Southern California. It uh, is a bit of a heat wave, I guess, mid to high 80s. Wind warnings, they say, today in Los Angeles has caused the Rams to move their workout from SoFi Stadium to the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. And we're going to talk some ball now, some NFL with Cam Judge, the newest Calgary Stampeder. And I guess, uh, obviously, Rams-Bengals, that's the talk. The, Ra- the Bengals, Cam, have swayed me. I came into the week cheering for the Rams, but they're giving me all this gear. Why wouldn't you? I can be bought. You know that. So, who are you cheering for, number one? Uh, you know, I, I, it's almost the same with me. You know, I want to go with the Rams, the hometown team, but, you know, it's hard to go against Joe Burrow and what they got going on over there. You know, it's fun to watch. So, I think I'm Team Bengals this week. Okay. And so, yeah, that's who you're cheering for. Who do you think will win? I, I think they will win it. I, I think they will. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think they just got something going right now. They got some magic. Well, so <clears throat> here's the thing. I came here Saturday. Wasn't much talk about the game. It was all about Brian Flores and the, the racial allegations and the tanking. What happened? Did we lose his feed there for a sec? Okay. Okay. So that was the talk. And now it's switched around, thankfully, to the game. And the pressure that's on the Rams is the hometown team. And have you heard that all year? Just Because I didn't until I got here. And now it's all that I hear is the Rams don't want to be the first team to play in the Super Bowl and lose. Um, have you heard any of that? Have you sensed any of that? Uh, not really. You know, I mean, yeah. No, I haven't really heard too much chatter around. You know, I'm mostly just home in the gym since I've been back. <laughs> You've <laughs> always been a bit a homebody. Yeah. Yeah, you're not out and about. But could you just imagine the pressure? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, first year in that, that big old nice stadium, home team, Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean. Is all the pressure you could well, ever imagine. Well, okay, you know, I'm interested in why you think the Bengals will win. They've got momentum. Obviously, momentum is a very big thing in football. But this is an all-star team they're playing, Cam, on Sunday that was assembled for this moment. So can momentum overcome talent? I think sometimes it can, yeah. You, I mean, I think the answer to that is Joe Burrow. I mean, <laughs> Mr. Cool, so... Is, is, I, I just love watching him play. You know, I, I don't think I could catch myself rooting against him. So, yeah, I'm sticking with my choice on the Bengals. How have your uh, predictions gone in the NFL playoffs by the year? By the way, because nobody outside Cincinnati thought the Bengals would be here. Let's be honest. True, true. They've they've gone all right. You know, the Packers were my favorite going into it. I thought for sure they were going to win. So the 49ers definitely surprised me in the playoffs, but. Yeah, other than that, uh, them and the Bengals, I think most of my picks have been decent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we got some uh, viewers have comments here from the general. 
in Calgary watching on YouTube. He says, come on, come on up to Cowtown, Cam. Look forward to seeing you sack some quarterbacks this summer. Jack's watching in Vulcan, Alberta. Hey, Cam, I look forward to meeting you at training camp. I love the way you play the game. Welcome to Cowtown. Let's get it. From Wayne in Victoria, congrats, Cam, and good luck this year, except for when you play the Riders. LOL. Hey, you always are going to hear from the Ryder fans. Did you hear from any in this free agent period? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll get messages from them all the time, and, you know, it's definitely a great feeling, you know, that they appreciate my time there and what I, what I did over there. So, you know, the fan base, you know, they always hold a special place in my heart. You know, they always reaching out, sending positivity and encouragement, so I'm always thankful for that. How would you recap or characterize your time in Saskatchewan because as far as I was concerned it was a special time you were drafted there you played for Jones you were part of one of the greatest linebacking cores I think this team's had in my time what do you think about when you think about your time in Saskatchewan uh I just I just think about a lot of having a lot of fun you know it was I got back to really having fun when I played football in uh Regina and so yeah those are probably the biggest things I take away you know the year I think we had 13 return touchdowns and 18, you know, things like that will just always stick with me. Do you ever look back and think, how did we not win a Grey Cup? So, uh, sometimes, yeah. Occasionally I'll get caught up on it, but, you know, I've still got time to win one. And Oh, you got lots of time. Yeah. As a matter of fact, many would say that you're just getting into the prime of your career based on your age. You were saying you were 27. You know Jones and I are good friends. And Jones always said that guys you want are in their late 20s because you're over the rookie mistakes. But you're not so old that you get hurt, right? You're right in the prime of your career. And I guess Calgary, uh, did you you felt would give you the best opportunity to do that? Yeah, I, I did feel so. Yeah, I was talking to Dickie and stuff. And, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I'm just just entering into the prime. I, I just turned 27 like two, three months ago. So, yeah, I, I think I'm really just getting started and my best football is still ahead of me. Oh, man. If, oof, that's saying something. Then if you did or if that's the case, which I, I could see. How long do you think you're going to play? Or do you look at things that way? Uh, you know, I don't really have a set, like, goal in mind. I just want to play, you know, as long as I'm having fun, as long as I'm still going hard every play. I, I said that to my brother the other day, the day I, I start loafing, you know, to save my legs is probably the day I would retire. Right. Cause, so just as long as I'm out there having fun, able to go hard and enjoying it, that's, that's, and can make a team <laughs> well one thing with you is you've always been very fun to watch and the other thing about you is you've always come on this show you've always given me the time of day and for that i really appreciate it good luck with everything i'm gonna be in calgary i'll be watching you so uh thanks for coming down congrats on the deal all right sounds good thanks a lot for having me out cameron judge of the calgary stampeders on the way we'll talk more super bowl dan moriarty joining us from burst trainings you're watching on game plus tv network YouTube Live and 24-hour sports talk at rodpeterson.com. Back after this. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.